Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute to sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the queen of a town called Burnout. <laughs> hey friends, I am so excited to be back on the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. I'm Beth Ann, your host, and I've been quiet. I've been absent for a little over a year, and burnout is a huge reason why that happened. I got so burned out on the business I had created that I nearly shifted my entire business into this new line of products and new things that I had somehow convinced myself that, oh, it was a perfect fit and it completely related to what I was already doing and it was going to be great and I was just going to fit it right in <laughs> to my current suite of products. And that was crazy. That was a crazy thought. I'll tell you more about the products that I nearly ventured into in a little bit. But let me tell you a little bit more about what 2018 looked like for me, what I've learned about burnout, and how I am finding more joy for my business, getting back in, diving deep in my business, enjoying all of you so much by focusing. Focus is my word of the year for 2019, and it's been amazing so far, so I can't wait to tell you more about it. So in 2018, my family was planning a big move across the country. My husband, Chris, was leaving the Marine Corps, leaving active duty, and applying for jobs as a commercial pilot. So he was taking all of these classes, doing interview prep, refining his resume, traveling to interviews, all sorts of big things for Chris. Meanwhile, we were packing up our house in San Diego, and we basically drove the whole family across the country to settle in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is where I grew up and where my whole family still lives. I have my parents here. My brother and sister are both here with their spouses and their wonderful kids, and so it has been wonderful to be back home and be so close to family, and I'm hoping this is where we will stay for the next, you know, 50 years or more. I'm loving it so far. So we moved in the summer of 2018, but it really felt like it took the entire rest of the year to get back on track with the business. A big reason for that is because I nearly went off the deep end. <laughs> Let me explain. So first of all, the deep end for me is not like a nervous breakdown or actually going crazy. I just mean the deep end in terms of shifting the direction of my business. And it would have been a move that would have cost me a ton of time and money. 
And quite honestly, I did invest a good amount of time and money into this new venture already, but I finally kind of woke up and realized, wait a second, I don't have to go down this road. I don't have to give myself all these new projects to do. I have this incredible business right in front of me. I just need to reshape it and reframe it, and then I'll be so excited to jump back in. And so that's what I did. Okay, so let me explain to you this random product that, for whatever reason, I thought I was going to jump into. That product was felt letterboards, and then more specifically, handmade felt flowers that you can attach to the boards and move them all around to kind of decorate your boards and bling them out. Now, you all probably know, if you know me at all, that I love floral designs. I'm obsessed with them. I mean, they are all over my Brilliant Life Planner. And a few years ago, I noticed, you know, the letterboard trend was taking off and I really loved letterboards. I thought they were so fun. I thought they had so many great uses for small business owners because we can use them if we're at a craft show and we want signage to display the different products we have for sale and their prices. We can use them to talk about sales or different things going on within our social media posts online. We can use them to display inspirational quotes. They make great home decor. So I kind of got on board with this letterboard trend. And for whatever reason, don't ask me why. Why do we business owners do these things <laughs> that we do? I think it's just that when we see a hole in the marketplace, we feel compelled to fix it, right? We feel compelled to jump in with our idea and our solution, which I think is such a great trait of being a business owner. But friend, we do not have time to solve every problem in the marketplace. We just do not. And I'll get to that realization in a minute because I think it might help some of you when it comes to your own businesses. But all that to say, I thought I want a letterboard that has all of these beautiful felt flowers, ones that will actually stick to the board. This was another thing I ran into. I saw other people who had felt flowers with these little metal jump rings kind of attached so you could poke them into the grooves of the board, but they don't stay. If you have a flower that's too big, it will fall right off. And so my husband, Chris, helped me come up with this really cool kind of jump ring mixed with Velcro type of system that increased the surface area that you were attaching. And it was just really smart and such a neat system. So I was working with factories in China to get the flowers made and to get this Velcro attachment system made. And there were just hurdles at every stretch. I think because in this case, it was a brand new type of little product. Whereas with my planners, those planners were things that printing factories have done for a long, long time, right? What was different were my cover designs and my inside page designs. But that's not hard for a printing factory to do. They take my files, they take my designs, print them off, and we are good to go. And I've got a beautiful, unique planner that really wasn't that hard to produce. But again, in this case, it's a product that was more from scratch and our own little unique idea. And it was so much back and forth. And I finally realized that I couldn't trust the turnaround time or the quality of the felt flowers. So get this. <laughs> this is where I really uh, went off the deep end. On the one hand, I have to say, okay, I love the fact that I seem to have this confidence that I can do anything and I can pull anything off, which I think is kind of true. You know, I'm very resourceful and I'm creative and I think I can pull just about anything off, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to take a lot of time and a lot of money. And that's something that I really need to consider before I jump into something new. 
So I had decided because I also watched all these other brilliant mamapreneurs who enlisted other little makers, other moms that they hired basically to be the makers of their products, and they would do this from their homes. I can think of several business moms I've had on the podcast who have done this. They have their little army of makers, and I thought, that's what I'll do too. I'll create my own felt flower patterns. I bought myself a Cricut machine. I bought another team member of mine a Cricut machine, and we would be making these flowers and trading tips and ideas and patterns back and forth. And then my brilliant designer friend Hadassah was helping me draw out new patterns from scratch for these flowers. And I have to say, we came up with some really gorgeous designs. Now, the day this podcast episode airs, I'll actually give you a behind-the-scenes sneak peek at some of these flowers over on my Instagram stories because I still have this work table basically set up in my bedroom with all sorts of felt flowers in various stages of the construction process. I basically spent all last summer and fall in between, you know, moving across the country, getting settled into our new house. We had lots of wallpaper removal and painting and projects to do around the house. So in between that, all of my work time was basically going towards these felt flowers. It was really fun. It was so creative, which I loved. But as I got closer to thinking about launching this new product line, I started to get a little bit panicked because I knew how much time and effort and work would be involved in releasing this brand new type of product to my audience. And the way I operate, for good or for bad, I don't do things halfway. I could have hit the easy button and basically said, I'm not going to start any new social media accounts. I'm not going to start a new blog about this product. I'm just going to stick it into my current shop and just mention it on my regular social media accounts and mention it to my regular email list and we'll see who is interested. But that wasn't what I had in mind. I had this whole new brand in mind. I had all these blog post ideas that were all about letterboards and how to use them and how to decorate with them and all sorts of freebies that would be incredible quote collections that you could use for your letterboards that were different very different than what everyone else was doing with their letter boards, which I loved. But launching products takes time and effort, and it wasn't the natural seamless fit with my current business and current audience as I was kind of pretending that it was. And on top of that, I did not yet have this little army of makers to help me create all the felt flowers that we would sell. I was still trying to get the connector pieces made in China, and that was just going way too slowly, and I was still refining my own patterns and my own collections before I could standardize my process and then teach other makers what to do. And I think if I had given myself a whole nother year and said, okay, work on this from mid-2018 to mid-2019, and if you can launch by the fall of 2019, you'll be doing great. And if I felt like I could just hole up and do nothing but that for a whole year, I think I could have pulled this off. But that felt a little bit crazy to me because I have this incredible audience of brilliant business moms, just like you out there listening, and you deserved my time and attention. And you so patiently waited an entire year while this podcast was on a break so that I could move across the country and get adjusted. 
And I missed you. I missed you all so much. And I started to realize that I had learned all of these big business lessons throughout my year away from you that I wanted to share, that I was dying to get out into the world. And I couldn't imagine spending a whole nother year just holding up to work on this new project. To be quite honest, I couldn't imagine taking an entire year and really not having a good revenue source for my business for that year. It just didn't seem like the right fit for me or my family. So at the end of 2018, I took a deep breath and basically said, you know what, this was a really fun creative break and I'm glad I learned this new skill and I'm really excited to make adorable little felt flower hair clips and headbands for friends who are having baby girls and have little girls and hopefully someday I'll have a little girl and I will go felt flower crazy (laughs) for things I can, you know, make for her. But this is not the right fit for me and my family and my business and my life and my audience. It's not the right fit for any of that right now. I need to call it quits on this and I need to figure out how to make this beautiful, incredible thing I've already built. I need to find a way to make brilliant business moms work for me because what I knew was that I love all of you so much. I think you're all incredible. I enjoy getting to chat with you on social media and learn more about you and cheer you on and hear emails back from you and, you know, just write back and forth to you. And I love it when you're my students and I get to show up and do coaching calls with you. I love all of that. And so I knew there had to be a way to restructure my business so that I could keep connecting with all of you, but I could make it work and make it fit with my life and not feel so burned out. And so I'll share a little bit more about what focus looks like for me this year, but I do just want to encourage you, if you are feeling burned out in your business, you feel exhausted all the time, you feel uninspired, like you don't have any new content ideas to share, you don't know what to share on social media, you don't know what you should be teaching on, you don't know what products to create, you feel just blah you know, about your business. You're not excited to wake up every day and work on your business like you have hopefully in the past. If you're there, I want to encourage you to take a break. Take that break. Step away. I promise you your audience loves you and they will show you so much grace when you're ready to step back in. I know you all have done that for me and I'm so appreciative of that. But I also want to encourage you that the solution is likely not to go off the deep end (laughs) like I did and just start this whole new business and this whole new venture and a product that's just completely different from all your other products that is basically going to require you to build a brand new audience from scratch. My challenge to you is that in many cases, that's not the solution. The solution is to step away and take that break and get that breathing room and find a new, wonderful, fun hobby. (laughs) Find something creative and fulfilling and make it a hobby. That's what I wish I would have done with my felt flower and letterboard adventure. I wish I would have just considered it a hobby instead of ordering 500 units of letterboards, which, by the way, are currently sitting in Carly Russell's garage in Wyoming. (laughs) She's 
part-time, a little bit on my team still here at Brilliant Business Moms. She's my fulfillment center, essentially, which that's a whole nother conversation. Maybe at some point I'll have just like a ginormous sale on these letter boards. So if you all want to grab those (laughs) at a major discount, maybe we could talk about that. But I do not have the time to even list those letter boards in my shop currently. I just don't. I know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I know the focus I need to have, and that's not it. And so, yes, looking back, I wish I wouldn't have shifted my entire business. I wish I would have felt like I had permission to step away and just not do the business for a month, maybe a couple months, read lots of books, develop new hobbies, and then come back to the business with fresh eyes. But instead, I spent a good amount of money and a lot of time working on this new thing, thinking that it was going to be a branch of the business. And again, I had a ton of fun learning how to make felt flowers, and I really love some of my designs. <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited to you know, share those with you on Instagram stories because I think you'll think a few of them are pretty fun. You know me, I like to be different <laughs> than everyone else. So I wasn't just going to grab someone else's felt flower pattern and say, oh yeah, that's great. Let's do that. No, you know, I wanted to create all my own stuff. But again, I think my biggest regret there is that while I needed a break, trying to start this new business venture basically just took time away from all of you guys. And it took time away from my family because, again, I was thinking that this was all leading up to a big launch. And that's totally different than if I'm just spending an hour in the evenings making felt flowers because it's fun and because I enjoy it. I think as moms, it's even more important for us to make careful business decisions And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here and tell you to never try anything new. I'm such a big fan of trying new marketing strategies and trying new ways to reach your audience, to serve them better, to create content that's just fabulous. I'm such a fan of trying new things as far as that goes, but I'm learning more and more that I am so not a fan of adding all sorts of new products and new things because every product you put out into the world takes a lot of time and care to develop and then launch and then market. And if you have different audiences, different target customers for your different products, then you're just creating so much work for yourself. Rather than simply having one audience where you know exactly who those wonderful people are, you know what they care about, you know what their values are, you know what their day-to-day life looks like, and you know how to show up and serve them and help them and bring them your best. And that is how I feel about all of you, my brilliant business moms. And again, this letterboard felt flower thing was just a little bit left of center and hindered me from showing up for all of you. So I want to encourage you to take those breaks when you need them, find creative outlets, but even though you're so talented and you're so smart and you're so motivated and I know you can do anything, I absolutely believe you can do anything. That's not the same as saying you should do anything, right? Just because you can do something doesn't mean it's the best choice for you, for your family, for your business, for the audience that you're currently serving. So think carefully about all of those things before you dive into a new product. 
and instead give yourself permission to have a life outside of your business. I think that's one of the biggest temptations we face as entrepreneurs is we see every problem as a new business opportunity and we see every new passion of ours, new interest of ours, new hobby of ours as a chance to start a new branch of our business. And instead, I think we need to have that freedom to focus in our business. And truly, I'll talk a little bit more about this, but I believe there is incredible freedom in focusing. And then we need to have the freedom to have a life outside of our business, to go do that hobby just for fun, to have no expectations tied to that hobby, to go have friends outside of the business space, to spend time with your family, and to not have your business take over your life. And I think when we have so many different things going on in our business, so many branches, so many products that constantly need updating and tweaking and improving, and maybe the audiences are a little bit different. So we've got like five different Instagram accounts that we're juggling, right? Where we're trying to post to all five every day to reach these different audiences. That's so much, friends. That's so much. And it gets so tiring. And, you know, unless we have this big team to help us manage all of that, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't think, you know, building out a huge team is right for everyone either. But unless we have that, it just becomes too much for one brilliant mamapreneur to handle. And again, it's not an indication of how talented and smart and motivated you are. It's just an indication of life (laughs) and the fact that every venture we do takes time. And with my renewed focus this year, I'm realizing that focus allows me to be excellent at the things I'm doing instead of being so-so, okay, kind of skating by in five different areas. I can dig deep on one main topic and become excellent at that one thing. And quite honestly, be known for that one thing, which then, of course, makes life easier, right? Because if you're known for something, people start telling their friends about you, they're recommending you, you're the go-to person for that thing, whatever that thing is. All three of the Brilliant Business Moms that you're going to hear from in the next couple of weeks have very focused product lines or a very focused niche that they're in. One of them makes handmade children's coats. Most of them have an animal theme to them. They're just adorable. And she is known for this. She is known for her high quality, incredibly creative, adorable children's coats. Another brilliant business mom that you're going to hear from, she sells SVG files. So SVG files are actually, that's something I could use on my Cricut machine. (laughs) So they are design files that you can then load into your Cricut or your Silhouette. You can use them to cut out vinyl or paper or all sorts of different things or to color onto something with ink. But that's all she does. She sells SVG files and they all have a very specific feel to them. She doesn't sell modern clean lined SVG files and vintage feeling SVG files and this other style over here. She's very focused in the kind of antique homespun vintage look that her files have. And that's all she sells. And this particular brilliant business mom, it's her family's full-time income. Pretty incredible. 
And then you'll hear from another brilliant business mom who is doing incredible things with a very, very focused niche in the health and fitness space. It is so focused that I guess the particular diet that she herself went on and then learned how to get herself into maintenance mode with this diet, I guess the diet itself is very controversial, but she's known for it. So she gets a lot of Google traffic because she talks specifically about this one type of diet, specifically about the maintenance mode for this diet. She is so known in her space that doctors who recommend this diet to their patients will refer them to her and her website for further information. She said that she's a little shocked by this because, I mean, she is very upfront that, hey, I am not a health professional. I'm not a medical professional. I am just a mom who saw incredible success with this plan. And so now I've created incredible recipe plans and a diet plan that helps other moms to see the same results that I saw. But again, all three of these ladies are very focused in what they do. They do not every six months decide to launch completely different products that are completely out in left field the way I did. They stay focused and they have become known for those incredible products that they have created. And I think that that is the freedom of focus. You can hone your craft, become better and better at it, and have such confidence in the quality of the products that you're putting out. I know for me that the biggest reason why I closed the doors on my Facebook ads course and my Pinterest course was simply because I could not stay up to date on all the constant changes happening on both of those platforms. And I'm not going to sell a product if I don't feel like it's the best of the best. If I can't give you my best, I don't want to sell it. And so it was a really, really difficult decision to close the doors on those courses. They were huge revenue drivers in my business. And my revenue took an enormous hit in 2018 because I made that really hard choice. But it was the right choice for me. And I think had I decided, you know what, I'm going to go all in on Pinterest and just do nothing but Pinterest and just test Pinterest all the time, be implementing new things on Pinterest all the time. Every day be reading the latest news and information on Pinterest. That could have been my thing. Great. Or I could have done the same thing with Facebook ads. And there are actually two people I can recommend you to who are awesome at each of those things. Kate All is awesome at Pinterest. Now, she mostly does Pinterest management, but her podcast is also amazing, the Simple Pin Podcast, for you know just the latest in everything Pinterest. And she has courses on Pinterest that she can recommend to you if you need that. And then there's Rick Mulready with Facebook ads. That's all he does. He just has dug deep on Facebook ads. He's got a podcast all about paid traffic that primarily focuses on Facebook ads. And so he is your Facebook ads guy. But me, what do I want to be known for? That's a big question I asked myself coming into the year 2019. What do I want to focus on? Now, it took me a couple weeks of mulling things over looking back at my past business history and trying to figure out what are the things I feel I'm really good at and then what are the things my audience needs help with. I kind of looked at those two circles 
and then try to figure out where those circles overlap. So where's the overlap between what I'm really good at, what my audience really needs help with, and I should say there's a third circle, which is what am I excited about and passionate about? Because I don't know about you, I'm an ENFP in an Enneagram 7. I need the excitement. (laughs) I need the passion. I have ways to bring that back even if I'm focused and I'm narrowing in on something. So that's okay. But I've got to at least start with some passion. So I have found the area that I'm going to be focusing on that intersects those three things. I'm really good at this thing. You all need help with this thing. And by getting help with this thing, it will help you all grow your businesses see more success with your businesses, which I know you really, really want without your businesses taking over your life, which I know you also really, really want to make sure that doesn't happen. And then it also intersects with something that I'm really passionate about. And it also allows me to continue to test and try some new marketing strategies, stay up to date on the latest marketing tactics and techniques, which I love. So any guesses as to what it is I'm going to be focusing on for the year? Well, since I can't hear your answer back right here on the podcast, I'm going to be posting a little question in my Instagram stories. I'll post a little box and you can put your guests into the box and I will give some shout outs to people who have some really good guesses and some really fun answers for me (laughs) so we can see what everyone is thinking. And by the way, I did want to mention that I have been very active on Instagram stories for the past couple of months and I have had so much fun fun there. I just feel like with Instagram stories, I can just show up. I don't need to be all polished and perfect. I show up. I can teach something new to you all. I can share something new. I can give you a pick me up. I can ask you questions and hear answers back from you all. And then we get to know each other more. And it's just been the best, the absolute best. So if you don't currently watch my Instagram stories, I want to encourage you to come check them out because we have a really, really fun community over there. My Instagram handle is at brilliantbizmom, B-R-I-L-L-I-A-N-T-B-I-Z-M-O-M, which by the way, nearly had an identity crisis on that one and changed my handle. You can read that on my regular (laughs) Instagram feed and you can see what everyone had to say and how everyone weighed in. Decided to keep Brilliant Biz Mom because you all have taken on that identity for yourself, which I love. You said, I love that you're Brilliant Biz Mom because that's what I want to be. I want to be a Brilliant Biz Mom. I connect to that. That's why I hit that follow button because I want to be a Brilliant Biz Mom too. So that's why I'm here. And I was just blown away at the way you all take on that identity for yourself, which is exactly what I want. That's my hope with Brilliant Business Moms, that you all who show up here, who listen to the podcast, who hang out with me on Facebook and Instagram, that you do proudly declare that you're a Brilliant Business Mom. And so I'm keeping the handle. So no stress there. But I'm so curious to see your guesses as to what I'm focusing on this year and how I'm going to show up and serve you all and help you grow your businesses. And in our next podcast episode together, I will tell you what that thing is, okay? So you won't have to wait too long to hear the answer. But in the meantime, head on over to our brilliant little community on Instagram stories 
And I say community because I'm always asking you all questions and then I will post your answers publicly in the cases where it makes sense and I'll give you a tag. And so we all get to see what each of us is up to, what our goals are for the week, what our thoughts are on particular topics. And so we each get to know each other better over on my Instagram stories. And I just love that so much. We're cheering each other on. We're forming this community and it's so much fun. So at Brilliant Biz Mom for that. And I will see you back here soon and I'll reveal what I'm focusing on for the year. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. 